Hi, everybody. Welcome to Chaos Under Control. As always, it's me, Emily Richardson here. I am the host and the creator of this podcast, and I am so excited that you're here today. Whether it's your first time or you've listened to every episode I've put out there, it means so much to me to have your support and know that you are finding this to be a very safe place to get your chaos under control. So, first of all, before I go any further, my husband is out of town and he has my iPad, so my notes today are on a piece of paper, so if you hear me flipping the paper over and things of that nature, I am terribly sorry. Normally, I make my notes on my iPad, but today that is not an option. So, let's jump right in. Today's episode topic is presented to me by my friends on Instagram at Maturing Mama. You can find them on Instagram at maturing.mama or on their website at maturingmama.com. They will be giving me a discount code for y'all to shop with, but I haven't had a chance to get it before I did this podcast. So I will grab that from them today and I will link it on my Instagram story. So if you don't follow me, my Instagram is Emily G. Richeson, R-I-C-H-E-S-O-N. Follow me on Instagram, check out my story, and I will put this link for y'all to shop there. They also are just very great to just let moms know that we all have some chaos in our life, but we're going to get through it and we're doing the best we can. So definitely check them out. Now, getting into today's episode, we are on episode 19. That is so crazy, but so exciting. And we are talking about mom fails that encourage mom wins. Now, to me, I have looked back at all of my times that I've failed as a mom, and I've only been a mom for almost 11 months now. Excuse me, almost 10 months now. My bad. And it's very alarming to me how many times I've failed in such a short period of time. Because when you talk to a lot of moms about failure, you would probably talk to a mom that has already had their child go through school or has been through a few more experiences besides just teething. That's about as far as I've gotten. So I've definitely had my share of failures and I've listed a few of them for you. So starting us out, ending our breastfeeding journey, my stars, that one hurt me bad. And to some people, breastfeeding is not important and that is fine. But to me, I wanted to breastfeed. I really, really did. And it was the hardest thing ever. And I finally got successful with it. And it seemed like as soon as I got successful, it fell apart right in front of my face. And after five months, we just decided it wasn't going to work for us anymore. So that was very hard. And I truly felt like a failure for my child in that moment. And not just my child, like formula is very expensive. And technically, our household makes too much income to be able to qualify for programs like WIC or any type of assistance. So we were paying out of pocket for formula. And I felt like I had let my family down because breast milk's free. And so I really took that very hard. Now, next point, these aren't as serious, I guess you could say, because he's totally fine. But when my son rolled off of our bed, I was asleep in the bed and we co-sleeped for a little while or co-slept, whatever you call it. Don't judge. It worked for us. And I promise when you're running on no sleep for two months, you'll give in too. But we co-slept for a little while and my husband went to work one day and my son decided that morning he was going to roll over, which he had not done before. And he was in the bed with me and sure enough, he rolled off and landed on the floor. Didn't land on his head though. So that's good. 
And I was in a dead sleep. So I heard him fall and I like immediately woke up and thought like the house was falling apart. I had no idea what happened. I just heard him screaming and I heard a thump. But he's fine. And so now we know he cannot sleep in the bed. Unless, of course, my husband's on one side, I'm on the other, and he's in the middle. But going down the line, when, oh my gosh, this one, I hate to even talk about it because it still makes me feel like a mom failure. Ugh. This was recently. This was last month. Uh, my mother-in-law and I went to Lowe's and Lowe's, their buggies or carts, whatever you call them. We call them buggies in the South. Where the kids sit in the buggies, those like squares that their legs are meant to go in are actually decently sized. But right beside those squares is this like gap that doesn't look that big. But my child with his fat cankles somehow managed to shove his foot through there. So we had him in the buggy the way he was supposed to be. And he has a bad habit in his high chair and things like that of pulling his legs up close to him. And so he did that. And I didn't notice because we were looking at like whatever we were looking at, lights or something in Lowe's. And I turn around and he has lifted his leg up and tried to put it back where it goes. But he moved it to the side and put it through the next gap over and it got stuck. I mean, stuck. Like, I thought they were going to have to cut his leg off. And I tried not to scream, but I was very stressed because his leg was turning very red. He has fat little ankles and fat little legs. And I was like, I called my mother-in-law over there. I'm like, hey, I really need you to come over here and help. I was supposed to be watching him, but I was helping you with lights. And now his leg's stuck. He's going to have to get it cut off. I was a mess. And he was screaming because he was frustrated. But she actually told me, um, she works at Home Depot just as a little side thing she does. And she told me that I think she said the top of the buggies are smaller or maybe it's the bottom. You can look at it and tell. One of them is smaller. So make sure you're pulling it the other direction. Also, 100% keep baby lotion in your diaper bag for things like this. Because you can lather his foot up and that'll help it slide out. So please, please, if you're ever going to Lowe's, be mindful of that. Also, just keep some baby lotion in your bag. But I beat myself up about that for hours, and I still am. It's Oh, it's still awful to me. So that was a big fail. Also, my last point. Oh, my gosh, this is bad, too. This was actually like four nights ago. Um, my husband left for a six-week training with the Army, and there's a thing called a deployment curse. But that deployment curse pretty much means anytime your significant other leaves with the military, something bad tends to happen that would not happen had they have been here. So we just remodeled our house. We just painted, did the floors, everything, all new floors, everything's new. We had a gallon of paint on top of a bucket that we thought was sealed and it had sat there since we moved in. We have not messed with it. We haven't brought it to his attention that much. I think he's pulled up on the five gallon paint bucket one time, but the gallon bucket of paint on top of the five gallon one he's never cared about. So I thought it was sealed shut. I just, I've never given it any mind. Well, I was cooking, and again, my husband's not here. I was cooking in the kitchen. I was loading the dishwasher, and I kept looking at my child. He was fine. He was in the middle of the floor playing. Well, I heard him crawling, and I looked, and I thought he was crawling to his little baby walker thing because he likes to play with the toys on the outside. So I was putting the food in the oven, and I turn around because I hear something literally two seconds later. I don't know how he crawls so fast, but I heard something go boom, and it sounded kind of wet and heavy, and I was like, there, if that was in his diaper just now, I quit because that was disgusting, but I don't know what else would be wet and heavy right now. And I turned around and he had knocked the gallon bucket of paint off the five gallon bucket and the top either wasn't secured well, or he's just like ninja baby. 
and the top came off and a gallon of gray paint covered like this huge area of my brand new floors that we just laid down in this house the same month. I was, I was infuriated. It was so bad. I was like, what, what is happening? Like I wasn't even yelling at him because I know he didn't mean to, but the situation just had me so mad because my husband left hours before this happened. And had he have been home, I know this would not have happened. Nothing bad ever happens when my husband is home. That's just a fact. So I was so mad and my child was screaming because I yelled and I put him in his pack and play. There was pain all over him, all over me, all over the house. I was like, I don't even have anything to clean this up with. It's drying too fast. And I was crying my eyes out. Uh, it was bad. And I, I took like an hour and a half. I finally got it up with an ample amount of blankets and a magic eraser from Dollar General. I used a couple of those and those worked. And I got it off the floor and I still have some paint on my nails and I think he has some on the bottom of his foot. But whatever, you know what? We made it. Even though that was a huge mom fail that I yelled at him, sorry about it. Now, I've listed a few of mine. There are many examples though and I'm not going to sit here and ridicule myself any longer because I'm already red in the face. But how do I turn those around to become a mom win? Like how do you even make those examples a mom win? That's just, that seems bizarre to me. But it is possible. So my first one was our struggle with breastfeeding. Now, in order to make that a mom win, I have to tell myself fed is best because that's a fact, y'all. And now that I'm almost a year into it or a year into being a mom, excuse me, I can look back on my new mom self and tell her like, hey girl, I know you're up crying at 3 a.m. because your baby's just not getting enough milk from you, but I promise you formula is not going to kill him and he's going to grow and thrive and do fine on it. Because to me, and to this day, if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't change starting out breastfeeding. I wanted that so much for myself and for him, but it just didn't work out for as long as I wanted it to. But in all reality, at the end, my baby has to have a full tummy and he has to grow and thrive. And formula has come such a long way. Y'all, we can put people on the moon we can make formula that can sustain our babies to where they need to be until they get to people food and they can eat the foods that we're eating on a regular basis. He is fine. He's right where he needs to be. He's actually advanced in a lot of areas. So moms, if you're out there stressing about breastfeeding, if you end up deciding to go to formula, don't hate yourself for it. And if you stick with breastfeeding and stick it out, you go girl, you go girl. So that's a mom win, telling yourself that fed is best, which is a fact. And knowing that as long as you do the best you can, you're not failing. And that's just with everything. But especially with this breastfeeding topic, you can only do so much. You're one person. You're not a superhuman. So next point, when I said that he rolled off of our bed, I had to tell myself, and my mom actually told me this, and my mother-in-law. So my mother-in-law has four boys, and my mom is just my mom. But they both told me, you know, boys will be boys. This is not the first, or, or it is the first. This will not be the last time he's going to get a boo-boo or scare you to death or any of that. Boys will jump off furniture like they're jumping into a swimming pool. They get hurt. They are gross. It's going to continue from here on out. So you're just getting a little taste of it. And so that really comforted me in knowing that even though I was asleep when it happened, even if I'm like wide awake and I'm staring him down, he is still going to get hurt at some point in life because he's a boy and he's a daredevil already. And actually, while we're talking about a mom fail at our house in Colorado, it was 
it had a few steps that went from the kitchen down to this like other living room area and they were carpet steps and it was like five of them I think but he had this bad habit we put little barricades there and he still would try to go around them well I was doing something I don't know what I was doing it was something messy I think I was cutting up vegetables or something I always seem to be cooking when he gets hurt have you noticed this but anyways um I was cooking or doing something because the kitchen's right there where the steps are. And he pushed himself over the barricade and like went belly first down the steps. I remember that. And I screamed and he thought it was hilarious. He didn't get hurt. Scared me to death. He was like five months old then, if that. And he thought it was so funny. And then he kept trying to do it on purpose. And so I think when he fell off the bed, I had to remind myself of that moment that I guess was a mom fail, but not really because he enjoyed it. I don't know. But I had to tell myself like, hey, he fell off or fell down the stairs. And even though I cried my eyes out for an hour, he thought it was so funny and kept trying to do it. So, you know, you got to remind yourself in times like that. Also, when it comes to his foot being stuck at the buggy at Lowe's, oh, it makes my skin crawl. Still thinking about it. I still have to tell myself it could have been so much worse, but it wasn't. It was not. His foot came out. Y'all, he has the hammiest little legs and I love him and his little cankles. We would have found a way to get his foot out of there. If you can get it in, you can get it out of there. But in that moment, my mommy heart just broke because I saw he was hurting and it was stuck and I just thought the worst, which I wish I wasn't that way, but I was. So, Again, if you're in Lowe's, make sure you keep an eye on your baby's foot that it does not get stuck in there. You will be traumatized. Now, the last point, when I raised my voice at him or the situation, and he obviously thought it was about him when it came to spilling the entire gallon of paint. And y'all, I'm not making that up. I posted it on my Instagram story. And if you don't believe me, I will send you the picture with the date and time on it. It is real. But I apologized to him and I knew, like, I still know that he forgives me for it. And I think he understood. And this may sound crazy because he's not even one yet, but I think he knew I wasn't yelling at him because I didn't have my anger, like, focused on him. It was to the paint. I picked him up, like, calmly and I put him down in his pack and play. He already doesn't like to be in his pack and play. So I think that contributed to him crying so much. But. I tried not to yell at him, but I yelled at the situation. And so in order to make that a mom win, I have to tell myself that I apologized to him and I didn't physically hurt him on purpose or I didn't hurt him at all, but I didn't do anything intentional to upset him. And if he got upset from the situation, then I can just apologize and say, hey, I'm so sorry I screamed and raised my voice. I understand it was an accident. You didn't mean to. And he doesn't know words yet, but he knows my heart and he knows my sincerity and he is half of me. So he can tell, you know, when I'm upset, when I'm happy, when I'm remorseful, he can tell all those things. So if you just apologize to your kids, even if they're a month old and they're keeping you up at night and they don't know anything you're saying, it does a world of good for you to just speak into the universe to them. Hey, I'm so sorry I yelled at you. I'm so sorry that I wasn't a good mama and I lashed out and I got angry at you for something you can't control and you didn't understand was going on. You mean the world to me. I love you so much. Just say that. Let your heart speak out and that will make that situation a mom win for you because you're getting over your pride. You're getting over your failure and you're turning it into something that is genuine and it's heartfelt. And so that's truly a mom win in itself. Now, if we're just getting to the facts, moms, we're going to fail. 
And so I think as humans, we understand we fail, but it's already hard enough as a human. But when you become a mom failing, that's totally different. Because when you fail yourself, you can handle your emotions. You can handle how you react to it. When you fail someone else or you feel like you have, you can't handle their emotions or how they react to it. Now, this may sound horrible, but if I fail my husband at, like for sometimes he'll tell me to go to the grocery store and grab such and such snack for him while I'm there. And if I forget and I fail him, that does hurt my feelings. But that's one thing. When I fail my child, someone who can't talk very well yet, so he doesn't understand that I'm actually sorry or things like that, that really kills me because I feel like I can't express to them how sorry I am. And so as a mom, when you fail your kids, they're not on the same mentality level as you. They haven't been through the same things as maybe you and your spouse or you and a friend. And so your remorse for them is so much more significant than just another person. And no matter how much you fail or what downfalls you have, you cannot let them define you. So as I said, as humans, we're going to fail. As moms, you're going to fail in a totally different way. But you can't let those define you because what your kids will see from you isn't necessarily how you fail, but how you react. Like the paint thing, I knew I was going to clean it up. I already knew that a magic eraser would get it up if I scrubbed long enough and I had a whole box of them. I knew that I had the blankets to clean it up, but I think it was just the gravity of the situation that my husband had left and literally three hours later this happened. And it didn't happen the entire month he was off work and home with me and my child and the paint was in that same spot. That was my thing. And so I think the situation frustrated me, but my son didn't know about the situation. He just knew how I reacted to it. And so when it comes to like spilled milk or knocked over paint or whatever, they get a marker and they scrape the walls with it or just whatever it may be. Yes, they need to learn from their mistakes, but they also need to see how you react to things. Because as moms, you're going to fail them twice, if not only you quote unquote fail them and whatever it is you're doing, but you also react with failure and negativity, you're teaching them when they get older and they have a family of their own that this is what you're supposed to do. This is acceptable. You're supposed to lash out on your family. You're supposed to react this way and you're supposed to be so demanding in such a negative way to people who are so young and don't know. And you don't want that for them because they are a reflection of what you teach them is okay. So in order to make everything a mom win no matter how much of a failure it begins to be just react to it in the best way and that can make it a mom win and if nothing else they will see that yes this may have happened but my mom is the person that saw the good in it and helped me fix it and didn't hate me for my mistakes and didn't push me away and I hope that when my son's old enough to drive and he has a girlfriend and all those things and it kills me to even think about that but when he gets older and in high school and we all know in high school we make mistakes, we stay out past curfew, we skip class one day or whatever happens. I hope he knows that there are repercussions and there are discipline when those things happen, but or disciplinary acts, excuse me, that will come about when those things happen. But oh, when it all comes down to it, I don't want to be the mom that he's scared to call because he's scared I'll lash out on him and I'll just tell him how wrong he is and I'll degrade him. I want him to know that I'm the mom he can call and say, hey mom, I messed up. I understand that, but I want you to help me. And that's a mom win right there. Knowing that your child knows that there are repercussions for what you do wrong, but you're winning as a mom because he knows or she knows that 
They can come to you as their source for comfort and security and clarity when they're still trying to figure out life and you more have you have more experience in life than they do. And so it's very, very good to be the person that takes the mom fails and makes them mom wins, if that makes sense. So moms, one other thing we have to do, excuse me, is support other mamas. You have to. And that means that when you see a mom out at Chick-fil-A and she's trying to get her kid off the little playground because they have to go to a doctor's appointment and her child is screaming bloody murder and it sounds like there is an exorcism going on in the Chick-fil-A playground, don't look at her and say, oh, blessed Jesus. Oh, she needs some holy water on her entire life right now. And that child, get him a muzzle. Not today. Not today. Don't do that. Go up to her. I challenge you. I challenge myself. I challenge everybody. Next time you see a mom in public failing, and you can say she's failing. I don't care how you call it. But when you see her feeling like she's failing, her child is just rambunctious and stressing her out to her absolute last nerve. And you can just see she's just not about it. She's trying to just get groceries and her kids are everywhere. Or she's trying to eat her meal at a restaurant and her kids are a mess. I challenge you to go up to her. And tell her these words and say, hey, I just want to let you know you're doing the best you can. You're doing great. Don't sweat it. Y'all, it is so easy to tell a mom, wow, you look really tired. Or look at a mom like, wow, your kids look like they just broke out of a zoo exhibit and the baboons are out here at Chick-fil-A. It's really easy to give those signs and signals and be so judgmental as if we're better than everyone. But how amazing would it be if you told a mom something she may not know? What if her entire week has been nothing but mom fails, no matter how hard she tries? But if you came up to her, a stranger that doesn't know her from a can of paint, literally, and tell her, hey, you're doing the best you can. And you know what? Kids are going to be kids. Don't stress. That can change someone's entire week. That can change someone's entire life. You don't even know. So make that a mom win. Make her mom fail be a mom win for you and her. Do that. Put that effort in. So another point that I'm just going to bring up to you, actually a few that I think if you're religious, you'll take a lot from this. And if you're not, I hope you still understand this because I have to give myself this note every single day. The God that made the oceans, the mountains, and all of creation also made you. Yes, you. That same God made you the mother of your child or children. Please know that. So you sit here and admire the mountains. You sit here and admire the oceans and the flowers and the breeze and all these great things. But the same God that made that made you. So don't take that for granted. You are still as beautiful as those things, even on your worst days, even on the days that you feel like you haven't amounted to anything. You are competing with the best flower out there and you're winning by a thousand colors. You are the prettiest flower in the world doesn't hold its own against you. You offer so much to this world. You are everything to this world. And the same God that made you said, you know what? You know what she's going to be perfect for? She's going to be perfect to be this little boy's mother or that little girl's mother. She's going to be perfect for that. I'm going to create this child or children specifically for her because I know she's going to give them the life that I want them to have and it's going to be the life I have planned out for her. Even before she knew she was going to be a mother, I knew all of these things were going to happen and I knew these failures were going to take place and I still have picked her to be their mother and I don't make mistakes. So you have to tell yourself that. You have to learn to give yourself grace. You are your child or children's entire world. No matter how bad you believe you have or will fail as a mother, you have to remember 
You are important. You are doing the best that you can, and you are the best parent for your child. Obviously, if you have a spouse, they are included, but I mean, don't look at a mom out in public and say, wow, look at her, her hair and makeup's done. She's got four kids and they're all quiet and blah, 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 blah. You have no idea what's going on in her house and you cannot pin mom failures on yourself because you see someone else maybe having the first good day they've had in months. You can't do that. You have to allow yourself to give yourself some grace and say, look, my kids are alive. They're breathing. They're healthy. There are kids out there fighting for their lives right now. There are people that are homeless with their families. We're doing the best that we can. And you know what? It's the best we can do. And it's the best that my kids deserve. And I know that I can provide that for them. I know I can give them love. And that's the best thing that they deserve is love. You may not have them under control in Walmart or Chick-fil-A, but guess what? It's not the end of the world. But if you give them the love that you can give them that is truly just abundance from your heart and you can just give that to them day in and day out and pour into them and let them know that they are chosen, loved, important, and created by a God that does not make mistakes and you teach them that, you let them know that when they come across people in the world who may not seem like they have it all together or people that they may want to first jump to judge and you let them know, hey, we don't judge them because we haven't always had it together. But you know what we can do? We can love them. We can support them. We can let them know that the God that made me and you, that loves me and you loves them too. That's a mom win. And it doesn't matter how many times you fail in your life, how many little failures you have or big ones. If your kids know that and your kids know your heart, you cannot fail You just can't. I mean, you can't have little failures, but you can't fail enough for it to overpower that. That's just not possible. So again, y'all, mom failure is a real thing that I struggle with. It's a thing that everyone struggles with, but you have to remind yourself that we have one life and this one life was not meant to be perfect. It wasn't, but it was meant to mean something and it's meant to be impactful on others. So teach your kids that even when you're in the middle of a mom fail, make it a mom win, make it a family win. Teach them, hey, you're gonna mess up, but you know what? When we fail and we make a mess and we break something and we let down someone and we upset them, we have to remind ourselves that it's all already at the foot of the cross and we're gonna get through it. We're gonna make it through it, we are. Every day of your life, tell yourself that. Let your kids know it. Every morning when they wake up, before they go to school, at night before they go to bed, just pick a time and let them know, hey, I'm sorry I may have yelled at you today. I'm sorry I might have been frustrated. I'm so sorry I didn't handle your situation better, but I want you to know I love you more than anything. I choose you every day a thousand times, and you are loved, chosen, and beautifully made by the God that created this entire world. Just tell them that. That's so relaxing and so true. And it's so just, it attacks everything bad in our life in that moment. So just for one moment in the day, we know that everything we've been struggling with, all the triumphs we've encountered and everything that has been put before us, we've found a way to get through it and found a way to solidify that right there and just keep some good in our day. So thank you all so much for coming by. This topic really spoke to me in a different way, and I'm so sorry if it was a little chaotic. I don't do very well without my iPad. My notes are just sloppy and everywhere, but you know what? It's okay. If that's a mom fail, that's fine, because at the end of the day, we're going to prosper through it, and tonight when I lay my head down on my pillow and you lay your head down on your pillow, we are going to know that tomorrow there's going to be mistakes, there's going to be failures, there's going to be struggles, but there's also going to be a whole lot of love and a whole lot of grace in this house. 
and that's how it's always going to be. So if you haven't yet, check out my friends at Maturing Mama on Instagram. Check them out on their website at www.maturingmama.com. They have a great selection of things you can grab for your house, for yourself. They have great advice. Their podcast or their, excuse me, their blog topics are great. They are just awesome over there. A great support team. I love those people. So check them out. Also, hop by my Instagram, Emily G. Richardson on Instagram. Give me some feedback. Leave a review here for the podcast. I'm always looking for feedback and episode topics. And y'all, you're doing the best you can. We're going to all rock this motherhood thing one day at a time. Y'all have a great day, guys. See you next time.